morning, brother. So I have here with me Hossam El Kastri, the Moroccan maniac, professional MMA fighter, professional kickboxer, uh, professional boxer. What else, man? God damn, you're doing it all. I know you want to do judo as well. How's everything? <laughs> uh, yeah, I did the pro kickboxing, pro Muay Thai, and pro boxing. Uh, yeah, pro MMA. I did them all. <laughs> Man, that's amazing, brother. Like uh, you're like a like a Swiss army knife when it comes to martial arts. <laughs> yeah, I did some grappling tournaments too, where I got the second place, and uh, most of the time, both times I got the queue uh, in my first place for the first spot for no reason, to be honest. Like just <laughs> something stupid. There, bro. Like also, um, did you uh, do taekwondo like uh, like your brother? Uh, yes, so that's what we. That's our first martial arts. We started with Taekwondo at the age of five years old, and uh, after that, after like uh, ten years of Taekwondo or like more, maybe more, uh, I got my black belt, and I was just tired of like kicking, like just kicks, and like <laughs> we'd be kicking, and like pop, 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 and yelling, and like all kind of shit, and then. From five from five to six, and then from six to seven, there's that there's like uh, from five to six at the same time. There's a Muay Thai class going on at the same gym, but it's Muay Thai, and like you hear those guys wearing shorts, looking way cool. We we look all like over there goofies with our with our fucking geese and fucking belts, like all stupid, just kicking. Man, I get you, bro. <laughs> But I, I have to be honest, man, like when I first saw, when I was first in a Muay Thai gym, I could not get over how, how shorts the shorts were. Yeah. <laughs> and I would see this kid who had like big fucking legs, like a like horse legs, but their, their Muay Thai shorts were like really short. I was like, God damn, like why? And then yeah. I like see him perform and like, okay, I would just not question what he does. He's not going to kick my ass. It's all good. <laughs> Yeah, for real, bro. Man, why are you stripping right now, bro? What's happening? No, I'm just feeling hot a little bit, you know? <laughs> but shit, who's throwing cash over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, like, yeah, man. And how, how's, like, uh, the holiday season over there keeping, bro? Uh, the holiday season is pretty good. Like, you know, there's uh, there's more, like, job, seasonal jobs you can get here and make some pretty good money during the season, too. Yeah, and, uh, like, training is still going pretty good. Like, the gym's probably going to close for a day or two, but, like, I still train with some teammates outside and stuff. That's yeah. good, man. That's good. Like, do you have uh, any fights lined up? Well, obviously We're not for this year, but, like, for next year? No, nah, we're hoping for February 12th, Lion Fights Muay Thai, maybe, if they come through with something. Okay. They'll be on UFC Fight Pass, so we'll see if they get me an opponent. If not, I'll probably just try to get an MMA fight. And I've been trying to get, to get an MMA fight, so I want to know. They, the, when, you, when you mentioned, like, if they try to get me an opponent, who's they? Uh, the matchmaker and lion fights Muay Thai for uh, February 12th because apparently that card is full right now. But even though, still, like, you know, the fights are still far and like 
injuries can happen. People can get Corona right now easily too. So I'll be always ready and like in shape to jump in. So if there's any openings. That, that's very smart of you, man. That's really good, but it has to be crazy, man, because obviously it's good to be in good health and good condition at all times, but in your case, yeah. well, you got to step it up a notch at all times. Yeah. At the same time, like sometimes some of these guys, it's not like they just don't want to take the fight too. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm a, vet, I'm a veteran from glory kickboxing and like my background is Muay Thai. So I had to stop throwing elbows and stuff and clinch yeah. when I went through kickboxing, you know, but like right now you just like gotta let me flow and like, let me do what the fuck I want in there. And like, it just striking. I ain't gotta worry about takedown or nothing stupid on the ground. So we're just in there like elbows clinch. You get close, you get far. Like I can punch you. You get close, I can cut you up. You know. Yeah, so. yeah, of course, man. man <laughs> and right now you're a free agent, right? Yes, right now I am. I just got off my uh, contract with Glory, and they hit me up to sign in again. But I'm actually waiting to see. Because apparently they're not even going to come to the USA anytime soon. So I don't want to trap myself. Yeah, man. So what, what would that imply? Let's say uh, if you were to go to choose Glory to sign, uh, to re-sign with them, that would imply uh, that you have I'll, to travel back and forth to Europe all the time? Uh, no, I just would have, every time I want to get an MMA fight, I would have to like get a, send them a permission 80 days before the fight. Bro, 80, 80 days. 80. 80 days, that's a long time, bro. Like, I don't even oh, know if I'm going to fight sometimes. Like, most of my fights were, like, three, two, four-week notice fights, you know? So, like, 80, 80 days, I'm like, I'm like, 80 days, I don't even think my opponent is in shape, dude, so. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <Sure, man. laughs> that's so, crazy, bro. And? Yeah. So like okay, but uh, let's say if you sign with them again, uh, and let's say you just concentrate on kickboxing, you yeah. have to compete in Europe, or you just have to wait until there are some matches over there in the USA. Oh, uh, to be honest, like I didn't have, I mean, if they would, I would have to like go through some lot of visa stuff. But I'm about to get my American passport here soon, inshallah, and uh, I'll be able to travel. But from the way they, they signed the other guys too, it's crazy because it's like they keep the Americans here and they keep the Europeans here. And if you watch the Europeans and Americans level, it's like way different. I'm not saying that it's like there's a big difference or like high or low, but just different styles, different different strategies and different like mindsets too. Like in Europe, there's the way they train there. It's like just their training, their sparring sessions, like every Saturday or back home or every every thursday night was like a hard sparring night like it was like a yeah. hard sparring but yeah i mean it's just different cultures too but it would be cool if they start mixing the fires they usually bring the europeans here but like two or three of them not all of them so and like it's rare it's like usually one or two of the americans that will travel outside of the usa and fight there but what do you think this is? Is it, is it because that kickbox is more popular in Europe than in the U.S.? No, I think it's just glory kickboxing being cheap That's... as fuck. <laughs> could be, man. Could be. Because definitely the fighters, 
from Europe bro, are not earning pay, fighters from the bro, like they're, they're, they're hella cheap, bro. Can you believe we were getting paid like 30 days after our fight? Really? Yeah, so basically you get the work done, you do everything, and then you wait 30 days to get paid. That's like... Wow, um, yeah, like, that, that is crazy. But like you know, they are they are they are worst promotion companies out there for sure, man. I have heard some stories that are nasty. No, yeah, for sure. Like there is, but right now it's just so hard because like a lot of promoters are trying to like pay the fighters like nothing. And I'm like, dude, like if you guys haven't fights on, that means you guys have TV views, pay-per-views, sponsors. Yeah. You guys so nothing. You guys still making a lot of money. I don't see the reason why it would be us risking ourselves, training, corona, and all this bullshit, and go to perform and entertain you guys, and then you guys don't even want to pay. Like it's like that's like just there's a all bunch of these like stupid like reasons or excuses they give you. Like dude, <laughs> no, it is. It's just like it's very like you said. It is very stupid. I don't get it, man. Like uh. I'm tired of this. Like the fighters are not just being appreciated of their skills and they're, they're not getting paid well. Yeah. M MMA fighter, like if you compare it to boxing, MMA fighters earn peanuts, man. They just earn nothing yeah. in boxing. So it, that kind of sucks. That, that shit needs to change. Like it's, uh, I don't know what's going to change it, but part of it is like, uh, us as fighters too, sometimes they there's some fighters out there that I see on the daily that be like taking fights for like almost not no money. Like it just they're taking a fight because <laughs> they want to fight or like because the promoter had them like stuck or cornered where they have no choice but to take a fight or not fight at all, you know. But what would be more strategic in, in, in a sense, like to take fight as much fights as you can to sustain a living and get your name out there or just wait for that one big fight i don't know well how are you gonna wait for that one big fight you gotta like you gotta fight to find that big fight <laughs> yeah, but not many want to go through that process of finding that big fight they just want to wait and wait and wait and they just want to like okay i get the opportunity they, everybody well i cannot say everybody but there are so many they are well, there's there's a difference there is a difference between like they're just waiting waiting and then someone that's like getting his skill set higher better getting like let's say getting from a blue belt in jujutsu to like a brown purple belt level of jujutsu getting better at takedowns getting better uh, at you can you can train your technique your skills but in the end of the day yeah. you got to put yourself in the battlefield man yeah, otherwise, I feel like if you don't go hard in sparring at the gym and sometimes make some of those sparring rounds look like a fight, which is not sounds sound like not safe or, or a little bit crazy. But if you don't do that and you don't take fights, you're probably going to, once you get in there, you're probably going to get surprised or like your timing is going to be way off, you know? Oh, absolutely. But, because if you just yeah. spar with people from your gym, for example, you, you would get just used get to used to their style. Yeah. Once you get to a new style, you you fight someone else, you get surprised. That, you that know is true. Doing. That's why I like I go to a lot of gyms and uh, I've been to a lot of gyms. I'm cool with like all the local gyms here too, and it's just cool to like drop in at 
every once in a while somewhere else where they have a full a full mats of like people that your weight class or lighter or heavier weight class than yours so that you can train with it's pretty cool because like you just see different styles and like different people and you know just like everyone is different throwing his own stuff on his own so that's what makes like martial arts pretty cool because like you could be like nobody and only just like do some stuff where like you only can do it you know just you yeah absolutely man i love martial arts i myself i'm a uh, kung fu black belt uh ex-amateur and professional kickboxer uh i tried to do the mma thing but i got injured maybe in the future but nothing big you know like like locally like amateur level Yeah. I'm already old for competing, man. I'm 35 years old, and I, I I have so many injuries, brother. Like, yeah, man. you're not that old, dude. Man, for MMA, I'm old, man. You have to. I'd be if I get in the game right now, I will be fighting guys your age, and I don't want none of that. Hell no. <laughs> oh my god. I, I I want people my age at my speed. People your age are too fast, too ferocious, too too vicious. I'm scared already. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, like, so like it's, it's insane that you hear this all the time. I'm sure, but it's insane how you look alike from your brother, man, from Nofel. It's yeah, because uh, like I, I remember the first time I had a conversation with him. <laughs> I told you, I actually in the intro I fucked up the intro. I messed it up, and I introduced you thinking it was him, because physically oh, you look alike, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know he was like, "No, nah, man, I'm not the Moroccan mania. That's my brother." I was like, "Shit, you have a brother?" And I, yeah, you're like four kids, right? Yeah, and <laughs> four boys. Are you all into martial arts? Yeah, that's insane, man. How I have to? I guess this this question will be more for your dad, but or for your mom and dad. But how did they keep you all in martial arts? How did you they they introduce martial arts to you to you guys? And most importantly, how did they make you stay? Well, not make you, but what did they do to make you stay? One, one to stay in, in uh, for example. There was a point where like, I mean, I, I started when I was five, so they just wanted to take us to a gym where we could take our energy out and uh, like just do something else better than just playing or whatever. Yeah. So they took us to take one day classes and uh, We just been doing taekwondo. It's been like our like part of our life and routine. Just going four or five times a week to taekwondo and like keep getting belts and graduating until you get your black belt. And it was cool. It teaches you a lot, discipline and focus. Helps me a lot too. And uh, yeah, how to defend yourself and all kind of stuff. And I remember around like yeah, like even before I get my black belt, I watched uh, Rocky Four. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I want to do boxing, so and I always wanted to take a boxing fight. And like uh, till 2019, that's when I got my chance to do a boxing fight, pro boxing fight. And uh, yeah, I was watching that movie, and I was like, I want to box. And uh, I started looking up these boxing gyms in our neighborhood or somewhere close, and I found one, but it was like far a little bit, and you gotta take the bus. 
<laughs> and it was kind of like in the hood too. So I went up there. Here, but we're talking and, about uh, where? For like a whole week up there. Or in Morocco? Back in Morocco. Okay. In Morocco. Yeah, and it was it was cool. And then like, uh, like my mom just didn't want me to box because just she just didn't like boxing. And uh, the same gym that I went to, they were doing white tie and kickboxing. So the owner was like, well, if you don't want him to box, maybe you should let him kickbox or do Muay Thai, which is like even more dangerous. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, cool, I'll try it. And then I started doing Muay Thai and kickboxing. And then like after my after like six weeks or like maybe two, three months, I compete in uh, my first tournament. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. Video yourself again, buddy. There you go. Man, that, yeah. that, 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 is, that, is, that is cool, man, because I remember when I was a kid, uh, I, I was always in, interested in martial arts because of media, you know, though you see the movies, I was a huge fan yeah. of the Ninja Turtles, you know? Yep. You know, the Ninja Turtles were iconic when I was a kid for me, and I wanted to be a ninja, you know? So I was looking at everything, all the movies that had to do with fighting with martial arts, I was looking at them and I would tell my mom, I want to do that. My mom was like, nah, it's all good. So I never got the chance to do martial arts until I got into this new school and they had Kung Fu in their curriculum. So that's, Damn, that's so cool. Yeah, that's when I started, man. And uh, because obviously it was mandatory, but I loved it. I loved it. But the thing is that uh, I started obviously in school and then the, uh, the instructor told me to go train at his dojo and then I made the team and, and, and then I, I just moved on from there. But one thing I noticed is like everybody who started with me, little by little, they were all just like dropping out. They just stopped. Fade away. Yeah. And from the group that started, I was the only one who made it till black belt, you might say. Wow, that's cool. You know, and I, I like very happy. So like my point to this that is it takes a different mindset to stay in something that you love at and not only do that to but be consistent at it despite of everything. Yeah, like there was a period of time in my fight career, like not too far ago, where I was just tired. Like I'll go to the gym and like, you know, I'm just not enjoying myself in there. I'm not happy, I'm not liking what I'm doing anymore. So it was just some time where, like, I just didn't want to be there. Like, I'll go to the gym. I'll just start looking at the clock when it's going to end to just leave the gym. But, like, you know, when, you, when I started talking about it, I wasn't the only one that was, like, feeling like that at the gym, you know? Man, like, I have to admit, me too. Like, uh, just going to the gym, it was not, it was not my thing. Yeah. Well, because there was, like, I feel like – after a period of time where you go and you be training consistently and hard and everything, your body kind of need a rest too. So it's hard like to, I don't know. It just, it's tough sometimes, you know, just What you mentally. doing there, man? Are you rolling? Uh, <laughs> nice guess. Yeah, man. I, I know, I know, I know the, the behavior, bro. I know the eyes. The eyes. I, I know the laugh, brother. Like, by the way, I don't look, I don't have those eyes because before I talk, I had a little bit, you know? Oh. Yeah, I had, I had to like uh, take uh, take the edge away. I was like, man, I'm not going to fuck this introduction as well as the same way I do. No, I'm going to make it better now, dude. <laughs>
<laughs> like, you yeah, know, dude, no, like, I just I just recently learned how to roll. I've been a, a, a green practitioner, you might say, for quite some time. And I, learned, I just I learned how to roll like for like it's been a while now. <laughs> man, for me, I just I just recently, man, I like it's been I have to admit, like three weeks maybe. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, because before uh, I, I would only have sessions with my boys, and there's there's all, at least one person who knows how to roll, so that person will be yeah. the, the, the this designated roller. I never. At first, at first, I never did shit, dude. I never like rolled it, break it down, nothing. I was just smoking. <laughs> Man, for me, it was like uh, the the pipe, right? You know. Uh, for me, it was just like the homies, like they always had blunts on them. And everyone I trained with was smoking here. In Colorado is like, bro, like if you don't smoke, that's when people are going to look weird at you. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? you yeah, know? That's, why, that's why I want to go there, man. I'm telling, I'm telling my boy, <laughs> Joey Torres, man, like I want to go yeah, there. No, yeah, dude, Colorado, is, Colorado, is, Colorado is chill as fuck, dude. Bro, like as soon as borders are open, I'm going there, man. Oh hell yeah! Well, what strain you? What strain is that? Uh, this is a hybrid. Hybrid. Okay. What's the name of it? Uh, okay. Let me see. This is lemon OG. Lemon OG. Uh, I, were you okay? Be honest. Were you reading at the package or were you reading at the at, at the bud? <laughs> uh the package. I got the package. <laughs> I, I, I remember I, I asked a, a similar question to my friend uh, like maybe like five years ago. Dude was so high that he started reading the weed. And he, he was like reading the weed. He was like looking at the weed. And then he, he must was be like, smoking like, some like, good he, shit. he even answered like, man, I don't know what this is. It doesn't say. I was like, you stupid ass. <laughs> the package. And there was no package to be honest. It was just like a baggie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I like you guys' website. It's a pretty cool website. I like the way it's set up, and I just forget. I need to fix my login again too. Cool. Like, what's wrong with your login, brother? Uh, so you know how you save that password, that strong password you save it on your iCloud? Yeah. My first time I logged in, it was on like Safari. So when I uh, tried to open the website, they said that always the password was wrong, and the password was saved. You know. When you, because I remember reporting that uh, you that problem, because you did mention that to us, you never got a recovery password. Uh uh, I I told the uh, I was talking I don't know who I'm talking to on Instagram though. To Kiki, uh, that that like she will be the founder, the co-founder, and my beautiful wife. Oh shit! Yeah, so she's she probably the one that was trying to help me fix it. Yeah. All right, uh, I will. Uh, I will check it out for sure, man. Because um, we we definitely want to have you there, like uh, school, man. Like the two brothers as well. Yeah, for sure. No, I want to be there too. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna get this fixed. Thank you for letting me know. I thought it was fixed already, but I'll I'll check this ASAP. Yeah. So what no, do you like cool. about job for, man? Tell me, give me some feedback, bro. What can we do to make things better? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's cool how you guys like have. Uh, I don't know. You guys maybe should add more pro add promoters too in there. Yeah. 
for management. It's not a bad idea. You know, like, so like that, if guys looking for fights, they can like, or like even matchmaker looking for someone, they see who's ready on the website and who's like down or whatever. Man, that's a great idea, bro. I'll definitely look into this as soon as we end this call. Yeah, that would be cool. Cause I'm sure like there's matchmakers that would want to be having websites that like that, that could look at and see like record and everything else. I mean, there's so many of them, but like at the same time, like a website like this would be cool. For sure, man. No, that's a great suggestion. I'll definitely implement that, bro. You know, because yeah. uh, right now I'm just trying to find the best way to to bring people in, MMA fighters, well, fighters in general, you know, because I just want to help them out in every way that I can connect with the managers, uh, promote themselves and stuff like that. Like, uh, like yeah. I was saying at the beginning of the conversation, um, the life of a fighter is not an easy one, and people don't know that, bro. Uh, it's not. It just. I, I mean, a lot of people once you tell them you're a pro, they see some of my highlights on ESPN. They think I'm rich, and <laughs> they also have that misconception. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, I don't know, because like right now there is some UFC fighters where they're like struggling too with a lot of shit too, and they're like UFC fighters, so like to talk about local shows or under like any show under like UFC because LFA don't put like even LFA don't pay much. So it's like, you gotta like, your goal is to get there. That's where you're going to make your money. So right now, basically you just kind of like, but why, why is that the goal though? That's what my point. I always ask this. Why <laughs> is the UFC the goal? Why is the UFC the only goal for a fighter? I know it's the biggest organization out there. I get it. Is the pioneer? I'll tell you why. Put MMA out there, but there are other organizations that fighters can be a part of. One, one FC, for example. I'll tell you why. Why? Tell me. Uh, well, because UFC is like the most, the first one ever, and like it's the best, and it's a lot of things you that you already know. But one thing is like you know, if you're a world champion in Bellator. You always that have that you're always gonna have that like asterisk over your name it's like oh you might be on stairways oh Bellator fighters ain't shit you know oh blah 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 uh if you're a one championship guy you're just gonna be like yeah those Asians guys like that's all they do they're I mean you know right now one championship they're like I like the way they do the weigh-in and hydration thing but at the same time, you know, it's not like the UFC or like their, their skill level is not like the the one you see in the UFC. So like, but if you say that, you're that working, is just that is just conception, bro. Yeah, it's just like maybe. what you see because like I'm not saying I'm not saying that the UFC, I mean that the one FC is better, and and, and I would love to see a, a crossover match between one one FC and the UFC. That would be amazing. Yeah. You know, but the one FC is they have some killers out there. They're getting paid better than the UFC. They're getting treated better than the UFC. Really? Yes, they wow. are, and it's a fact. And 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 that, that's my point. Like, what's the like? Let's say from a business perspective. Let's say from a IT perspective, whatever. Like, I want. They say I want to work at Microsoft because it's this huge or Apple. It's this huge corporation. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, I'm going to get paid well and everything. But what's the point if you reach to that level and you are treated like, well, not like shit, but you're not getting the treatment that you deserve. You're not getting compensated like you deserve. You're not getting uh, recognized like you deserve. 
and there, yeah, and then there are other places that not might not have the same status as the UFC or Apple in this analogy, yeah. but they're willing to treat you better. And most importantly, a fighter can grow with them. I get what you mean. Uh, but, you know, see, like, yeah, you're right. Like, if, if it's, if it was, if you're asking me, if it was up to me, like me, I, I had that just like lately, like I had the fight offers from Glory and then I had another fight, uh, down in Wyoming that was the pro boxing fight and uh dude I was just gonna make some good money fighting down in Wyoming you know like fighting for the big show would have been good too but like Gloria at some point they're like they just don't have no contenders here in USA and yeah. they keep giving me their top, top ranked fighter and I do pretty good against them but then at the same time they just like they'll keep giving me like tougher ones after that too, which is like, so I fought like number dude that's ranked number like three or four in the uh, ranked number seven or six. And then after that, I fought someone that's ranked number four in the world, you know? Got you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of, I don't know. That was kind of like, I don't know if it's matchmaking or they don't have fighters or I don't know what's the issue or they because I remember I fought at that period of time I fought for with my glory fights I, I fought my first debut in two weeks notice and then I won and after that I fought again in three weeks and then after that I fought again in four weeks so it was like back three fights in three months pretty much you didn't back to back recover uh yeah no i know like i didn't even i wasn't even cutting weight i was just like i was just staying being like i was walking sometimes even down lower than my weight too just because i was just training that, that is quite insane and that is very brutal for the body as well man no it was because like my after each fight my my shin and shit were bruised and like my third fight, I didn't do good at all. I had like a bunch of shit going on happening in the camp where it was like just getting in there was the like thing to do. Yeah, man, brother, your body was already worn out as well. Yeah. I mean, I was just not feeling good going in through camp the whole thing too. Yeah. It was just too much on the body. I don't know, tell, maybe. Tell me something, man, and, and answer with all honesty. Who's the better fighter, you or Nofel? Who's the bigger? Better. Like, better? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, you gotta answer, uh, bro. You gotta say something. What do you mean? You gotta I, say, I don't know. You, you are him. You gotta say, you gotta ask. <laughs> Nufel is pretty good, dude. Like, he's pretty good. Like, his MMA is better than mine for sure. Okay. That, that, that's a good, that's an honest answer. That's nice. Yeah, like, uh, I can only fight MMA twice, and both of my fights, like, I finished them in the first round, and I didn't get used to experience a lot of MMA, but I did a lot of grappling tournaments. But, uh, so. but, uh, like, so you would say that uh, Newfield's MMA experience is bigger? Yeah, for sure. But he's still in, in an amateur level. How come? Uh, I think it, it's just part of his team and coaches, you know, strategy. And uh, part of it is just because me, when I was, like, doing kickboxing, 
there was a period of time after 2016 when I was like nominated kickboxer of the year for Sparta award in 2016. And then I just couldn't get fights. I fought, I won 25, I won. And then a month later I fought, I won 45 against the dude that's undefeated and coaches at Bank Ludwig, Muay Thai gym. And yeah, I, uh, I, beat, I beat him for three rounds with a bad knee. <laughs> And uh, after that, just nobody wanted to fight me. So I turned pro. I turned pro. After I turned pro, they tell me like, oh, yeah, by the way, if you turn pro in kickboxing, you're pro in MMA and really? boxing. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's how, how That's how I find out. After I turned pro, you know, in kickboxing. So, so what's up? Me, am, I, am I a pro MMA fighter? Yeah, pretty much. So... <laughs> <laughs> Because I did one amateur fight. I did one amateur fight, uh, MMA, and it was like 35 seconds. I just knocked him out with my hand. So it wasn't like not even MMA. <laughs> it was just me knocking him out. And, uh, and then after that, I found out that like, after my two kickboxing fights, I found out that like, oh, if you're a pro, you're pro in MMA too. So I was like, oh shit. So I can actually take an MMA fight and let it be pro and get paid for it. And he was like, yeah, I'm like, cool, let's do it. And yeah, <laughs> and I did it. <laughs> that, that was a nice, uh, very nice accident, coincidence. For sure, man, like, yeah. Yep. Well, you just mentioned that it's maybe because of uh, your brother's uh, gym and coaches that he's not pro yet. Uh, do you know his plans? Like uh, he's gonna get pro by 2021, hopefully? Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to turn pro his turn in 2021 or something. I mean, you know, part of it is just like that thing of like, you know, sometimes it's just you're holding yourself back or down a little bit or you're just trying to take your time to, and, you know, it's up to him too. But part of like, I'm sure like if his coaches would tell him like, yeah, you're ready to be pro, let's do it. I'm sure, like, yeah, I see a lot of pro fights and pro featherweight fighters that, yeah, my brother would smash. <laughs> Good, man. What you have in there now? <laughs> Bro, all those goodies, man, I need to get, like, none of that. You, you, well, you don't have none of that in Finland, man. It's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> I know. Yeah, bro. But hey, brother, I think that will be it for our time. It was very nice talking to you, bro. You know? Uh, oh, awesome, dude. Before I let you go, you want to give any shout out to someone? Uh, yeah. I give shout out to Pound for Pound, kick, uh, Fitness Striking, and 10 Planet Jiu-Jitsu coaches and my teammates, uh, my sponsors, uh, point zero acupuncture, uh, Mountain Strong CrossFit Gym, and uh, yeah, all my sponsors, uh, B Nails, uh, Wolfback Cannabis. Uh, yeah, if I forgot someone, I don't know, there's a lot of them. So, <laughs> all right, man, that really cool, man. Let's let's be more in touch. I'm gonna like, um, see to get uh solve that problem in for you 
and yeah man like, looking forward to be more in touch with you brother yeah for sure i'm uh yeah absolutely all right brother so i'm gonna stop this call we're gonna stop recording man you take care okay all right you too brother have a good night